I'm not good Just the good stuff, baby. Why do we always put cold open on the dock? When have we ever not done a cold open? I refuse to put it on my episodes. When have we ever? Why do we have to schedule? That's like writing a schedule that says sleep. You don't need to do. You're gonna do it. I need to remind. Biological. I mean, you can you can like schedule the hours that you sleep. That makes sense. Then you go like eleven thirty to seven thirty sleep. But it's we not like the you're episode. not going to fall asleep unless you write it down. <laughs> Eventually, we open the episode fall asleep. With the cold, we open the episode with a cold open. <laughs> it's yes, not. Obviously. It's just there's a blank space, and then we apparently we write go in the news. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands if I don't have it written down. Like I need, I need, I need every single thing written down. Also, uh, including all of these words, week. we write every. Radish episode ahead of time. This is both all scripted. Right, Just a right. reminder to let yeah. you all know. Just like the tenets of uh, Calvinism in uh, in um, Christianity, everything on Radish is predetermined. What an amazing pull! I gotta go lay down. <laughs> I'm Catholic, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Happy Lent. Uh, to everyone who's it uh, observing, it will be by the time this goes out. Mardi Gras is Mardi Gras. Up? Thank you, Will. Uh, I'm not giving up. I'm gonna try to do yoga every day for 40 days. Wow. Pretty, so you're, you're giving up not doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. So I, by the time you're listening to this, I have stopped. You're you're giving up a sense of shame. That's <laughs> what you're giving. Up. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going somewhere to do the yoga, are you? You're doing it in no, your apartment. I, I'm just doing it in my living room. I have a uh, here's a big shout out to Tim. I have Apple uh, Fitness Plus, and I can take little yoga classes with this uh, tiny, old, aggressive woman um, who is very good at yoga uh, and who has a very soothing voice. But she puts me in positions that are that are painful. Huh. Yeah. So based on the, we all know the Sean lore of Lent here, where you <laughs> abstain for something for forty days, and then on on Easter you just go hog wild. That's Does right. this mean on on Easter you're just gonna do a bunch of not yoga? <laughs> you're gonna not do I'm so gonna, much yoga on Easter. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I usually do on my days off, and I'm just gonna lay on the couch and just fall down YouTube holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do yoga for forty days, and then on Easter do ketamine. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna do yoga for forty days. I'm gonna yoga. throw myself down a set of stairs. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna eat a carton of cigarettes in the last day. <laughs> I'm done forming my own body into positions that are healthy. I'm gonna turn make concrete do that for me. You're gonna plank for twenty four hours. <laughs> just <laughs> the most straight, rigid position. Just face down on the floor. I'm gonna hire no. someone else to pose me like an improv game. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to breathe that. at all. I'm just going to have the most labored <laughs> breaths, and I'm going to be in such a terrible headspace. Can't wait. I'm giving up uh, uh, what I give up every year for Easter, and I think everybody knows what that is. <laughs> I love how I love how that started as as a as a hilarious, lighthearted joke last year, giving up boobs for Easter. Uh, but then when for Lent, Lent ended, for Lent. But when Lent ended, we were starting to be in the middle of a very scary pandemic. So it's not like the payoff of that joke was it was just very poor timing. It's a brick joke. You know what a brick joke is? No. A brick joke is a joke where you... It's like the a kid throws a brick in the air, and what came down? Well, nothing came down. And then, like, an hour later, you tell another joke, and you're like, what came in the window? It was the brick! It's like a joke that has a very, very delayed pay, payoff. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get the vaccine and then go hit up a strip club on Easter this year. <laughs> yeah, and that's going to be the brick joke. Is yeah. gonna be like a year later, Tyler finally got to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> I'm Arizona giving up days off for club. Lent. No days off. <laughs> I'm giving up not having a hustle mentality. Like, <laughs> I'm giving up, giving up this billionaire mindset for Lent. <laughs> I'm going to act like a normal person and not get up at four and read two books every morning. <laughs> I've, been a, I've been a pawn this entire time. It's time to at least be a rook. <laughs> uh... Oh, sorry, it's my week. 
Let, let me save this train wreck. Welcome, everybody, to episode 146 of Radish. Um, this is the only podcast that has enough lore that one of the hosts literally died last year, was a ghost for an entire month, and then was resurrected through a seance. Um, that's that's what you're working with. So go ahead and turn us off now. Uh, my name is Tyler, <laughs> and I was... <laughs> I was accosted by a Gen Zer in Panera Bread this week for having parted hair. He blew vape smoke in my face. What? <laughs> that actually happened? No, of course not. I, oh. I haven't gone to a restaurant in oh, close to a year. You my can, God, you need to go. <laughs> the the bread bowl is the best option for eating in your car. Let's be honest. <laughs> that was the thing this week. Do you guys remember? Or I guess last week. Um, I guess Gen Gen Xers or Gen, sorry Gen Zers have decided that '90s I guess style is back or something like that, and uh, they're making fun of millennials for having side parts. And I feel so old. It's all about it's all middle parts and uh, frosted tips now. Oh man, no Jinko yeah. jeans. Oh, God. I watched a video the other day by probably a future show and tell a uh, YouTube channel about just like the birth of new metal and how like it's kind of coming back. Uh, Hell yeah! Woof. Fred Durst has been in hibernation <laughs> until this moment. I will. Um, our podcast has so much lore, where you can call us the Lord of the Rings. Mm. Can you please uh, edit in? Uh, could our editor please edit in a riotous laughter after that? <laughs> just, just Hollywood Bowl going nuts after that. Dynamite chip. Just, just can seven minute standing ovation. Yeah, <laughs> class, like, like Mr. Rogers getting an Oscar or whatever he did. <laughs> um, I I hate to say it, but I'm already phasing out of this uh, phase. Not for long. I'm still returning to his music, but this is landing Sean Water. Uh, Neil Young, February, still going, even though I haven't mm-hmm. listened to uh, a lot of his stuff in several weeks. Um, but Landing on Water is apparently one of his, like, worst albums. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're doing. But, uh, yeah. That's that's the only Neil Young fact you'll get for this episode, if I have anything to say about it. Understandable. Um, why did Neil Young, why'd Neil Young make a song called Old Man? Shouldn't he have called it Young Man? <laughs> <laughs> he was singing to the like, old man. Similar to how he, he was the young singing. man. <laughs> he was young man then. Um, he's still young man. He is still young. <laughs> he's Neil Youngman. Why do you make it? Why do you make a song called "The Old Man" if he's young man? It's his mortal enemy. <laughs> Yo, old man, I'm coming for you. <laughs> That's a terrible Neil Young impression. Probably the worst one you're gonna hear today. <laughs> Not the only one though. Um, let me let you know what's uh, what's in store for this episode. Uh, we got a new segment called This is the News, We Promise. We got some show and tells. Uh, I'm talking about hashtag Free Britney. Sean's talking about a movie that he has not stopped talking about for the past three days, let me tell you that. And Will tonight. is, uh, I'm not going to even try to pronounce this, but try will it. Let, no, <laughs> I'm not going to try okay. to pronounce it. Will let me know beforehand. It's a weep cartoon. And uh, then we got another entry into the Radish Hall of Fame, the official second entry. Super excited. Um, we already introduced ourselves, so I guess let's dive into it. Um, this segment's called This is the News, We Promise. So, is it the same jingle? Yeah, it's the same jingle. There's not really a big difference between this and good news. Okay, cool. Yeah. Plus, we, we pay Gary by the episode. It's not like we pay him once and that's it. Good news! We promised. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, we, we pay we pay Gary seven hundred and fifty dollars an episode, regardless of whether or not we play his stuff. So we're gonna play all his music still. Um, yeah. So honestly, not a real big difference here between this is the news we promise and good news. Um, there might be some non good news stories mixed in, and there is another you know sizable difference between the two but that's not important so let's go ahead and jump right in um i'll i'll start with one of the uh the good news or the the news i promise uh bits that i brought this week 
Um, it was revealed that the last winner of the Boston Marathon only drank Gamer Girl bath water for two weeks prior to the race. Officials are curious if this is considered doping. It's got what plants crave. <laughs> Do you think... Is, there's a reason her name rhymes... Belle Delphine's name rhymes with vaccine and why we haven't seen her in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> it's the news, I promise. Um, this guy paid Belle Delphine apparently $800,000 for two weeks worth of bath water. And he oh. only drank it for two weeks. <laughs> Is that dope? Do I mean, he won. It's dope? <laughs> I think it, it's, it's... We're going to have to enter in a new term in uh, the International Athletic Association rulebook. This isn't doping. This is simping to the greatest. I was going to He got caught simping. He's <laughs> not a dope. He's <laughs> Tyler, I was going to take a sip of water, and now I can't. It's good. Some, it's good some for you, did. too. <laughs> Anybody else got another? I do. Okay, Turns okay. out. Turns out this week it came out that one of the cast members of the film The Social Network is a cannibal. That's right. Andrew Garfield came out as a cannibal this week. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I haven't watched the news in a while. <laughs> uh, you know, as long as he's doing it in international waters with consenting victims. Okay. Oh, I forgot we have I forgot oh we have God. cannibal lore. <laughs> Bringing that back, yeah. I mean, that's for a lot of people who probably haven't listened. One of Tyler's questions was, if you would, if you had the opportunity, we're not talking about stuck on an island somewhere. We're just saying, with presented with the opportunity to eat human, yeah. would you do it? And Sean had a very long explanation leading to yes. Um, the short, the long and short of it is, I've seen, uh, I've watched through the tv show hannibal i think three times so that should really let you know my influence Jesus. i i've seen like a national geographic series though where a guy uh was was deep in the jungle uh and some local people killed and ate a monkey mm-hmm. and watching someone eat a monkey was probably the worst thing i've ever seen because <laughs> when you when you barbecue it it looks like a child like it's the it's the size <laughs> <laughs> like like chicken the fact that chicken doesn't have human hands does so much for chicken like, like <laughs> or well, not a, a lot for the chicken but yeah her no, bottom but jaw it does a lot for your your psyche it was like <laughs> it's like after they after they cooked it it was just like this tiny humanoid body I'm like absolutely not even though i know it was an animal it's not a whole lot different than eating beef just it was a hundred times worse <laughs> Okay, I'm going to steer the conversation away from that image in my mind. That was the good news this week. Um, <laughs> oh, I have one oh, more, yeah, uh, if, if I can. A um, little bit of entertainment news. Uh, just want to, like, you've probably all heard about, you know, Gina Carano getting fired from Lucasfilm, which great, good, <laughs> yes. we love it. Um, but we want to put out there, I, I found this on, um, I don't know, Slate. I forgot the link. Uh, but it was an essay I found that was, you know, I agreed with. Uh, we aren't blacklisting all conservative actors. We want to make that clear, especially to Kelsey Grammer. Please continue working on the Frasier reboot for Peacock. Uh, we would love to see Frasier back, Kelsey. So far, I think you made money playing. Uh, you're doing okay. As far as we know, you haven't said any stupid, transphobic, anti-Semitic shit yet. Kelsey, so please, we want you, bud. That is true news. I thank God every day Kelsey Grammer is not on Twitter. That's just <laughs> he's he's old enough to 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 be in the demographic to get on Twitter one day and unknowingly just open the gates. And, really? uh, you know, I, I I'm glad to say I'm not listening. It's funny you mentioned uh, Gina Carano. I got an article from CNN that has verified that Gina Carano has stolen candy from over 200 babies. And they've interviewed two infants on each side of the political spectrum on the topic. Not babies, Grogu's. <laughs> <laughs> they cleared that up in the most recent season. 
<laughs> Does anybody have any more? Uh, <laughs> babies on the political spectrum. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've, I've taken it. Uh, I've, Netflix has done some damage control, and they've actually replaced. Uh, it's hard to take data off Netflix. It's easy to replace the source file. So from now on, um, the documentary Cuties is about the tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the fun ads that you see. They may in fact cuties. be Clementines. Now that I think about it. <laughs> It's cuties, I, the it's, largest amount of fruit you can optimistically buy saying, I think I enjoy these, and then they just sit. <laughs> <laughs> you have one, and you're like, this is a lot of work. It's like, I had one of these last They're the of the, of the fruit kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever buy a Yoohoo and you're like, oh yeah, I love chocolate milk, and you drink it and you go, oh, this is not... <laughs> I forgot. It's like, oh great, chocolate yeah, water. chocolate milk, and you read the, the bottle, it says chocolate drink, you're like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> it doesn't say chocolate drink. It says chocolatey drink. It's <laughs> even more vague. No, it's not it's even worse. chocolate. It's dish. Um, <laughs> did you guys hear about the leaked documents? There's leaked documents from the private journal of the inventor of Captain Crunch cereal that revealed that he just wanted to find something that would fuck up the roof of your mouth more than hot pizza. <laughs> and that's it. Like, that was his only plan. And let's, let's, he achieved it. <laughs> I love Captain Crunch. It fucks up the roof of your mouth, though. Not if you eat it right. Not gonna delve into eating, that. What's eating? What? What? You just let it soak for a while? What's the right way to eat Captain Crunch? Did you hear the one about the Italian chef? Can I chef? say what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he passed away. <laughs> Sorry, tell <told> that. <laughs> Was that a new story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the news we promised. I got one more. I got one more. In wake of recent news implicating him in the criminal case of election fraud and tampering, Lindsey Graham has covered himself in chocolate and marshmallows and refuses to leave his room saying his name is Lindsey S'mores now. This is the Babylon Bee podcast. Sean, <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, before we move on, I uh, I gargle Cap and Crunch. All right, let's move on. <laughs> God. Oh, we should have moved on. <laughs> All righty, let's move on to show and tell. It's Lent now. We have to say, "Crucify me, Cap'n. I'm sorry. While Sean, uh, while Sean gathers like? himself, Will, did you want to start us off? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I wasn't going to do a lot of anime this year. Uh, and then uh, Tyler <laughs> did one last week, and that reset the counter. So I'm free. Yeah. I'm free. I'll never <laughs> learn. Um, I'm not talking about anything uh, that's going on right now. I'm going to wait till the season's over to talk about that. I do want to talk about a, a comedy uh, that is very tied into one I talked about last year. Um, it's called Asobi Asobase Workshop of Fun. Uh, it's it's about it's 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 very similar to Nichi Joe. It is a comedy, a sketch comedy anime about uh, three girls in middle school who have a, a club called uh, the Pastimers Club or the Pleasure Seekers Club, and they play they play games. That's all it is. It's three girls who play board games, card games, you know, counting games, uh, and based on the thumbnail, the promo. The intro, it is animated like a very, you know, flowy, beautiful anime about cute girls doing cute things cutely. And then you watch it and you find out it's a Cronenberg body horror show. <laughs> it is absolutely the most like misleading thing I've ever seen in my life. Because it starts off like very, very proper and nice. And then episode three is called Butt Play. Um Oh my god! It's not. It, it is not because it is not a sexual show. It is not like it's just. It's just gross. It's just weird. Um, it's just. I don't know. It's, it's. It's very refreshing to see a comedy, especially about girls in school. It's not like it's not sexual at all. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's just weird. There's just like it's like it's very. Uh, uh, it's animated like really like high, you know those 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 parts of SpongeBob where it's like a hyper close up and he's really disturbing looking. Yeah, yeah. It's like all of that. It's like it's like it's animated very cute until anyone reacts to anything, in which case it is horrifying. Um, part of the show was just like 
girls playing games. Um, and they usually go horribly. Like Things burn down. There's an episode where uh, they try and kick their shoes the farthest. And one girl gets a running start on a bike and goes off a ramp and kicks it one kilometer. But when she lands, she lands in just a pile and rolls for about eight seconds of just meat and bones crunching while the voice oh, actor no. shrieks. Oh, it my is, God. It's so, like, over-the-top, hilarious, grim, weird. Um, and the real, the real standout here is the voice acting because it's, like, three total newbies who are doing the voices of these three girls. And they bring their A game. I'm surprised any of them have throats. They are just <laughs> shrieking ungodly amounts the whole time and it's hysterical. There's one segment I, I had to clip this for the show where um uh one of the girls gets called on in class and she has a hard candy in her mouth and she's trying to give the answer while the hard candy is still in her mouth and it accidentally goes down her throat and she makes this sound. <laughs> just it's, and it's 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 so good um it's very very silly and funny there's like an episode where they try and like steal papers out of the principal's office and one of the girls is like oh we should train stag beetles and they go why would we do that she goes because everyone knows you use trained stag beetles to steal coins out of offertory boxes <laughs> it's just like uh as an episode as, and it's and it's the reason i brought this up earlier it's constant brick jokes it's constant non sequiturs that two episodes later pay off there's one ah. episode where there's one episode where they talk about playing chess and she says that chess is a game where you shoot lasers out of your ass and they're like what is that and then they keep going and then later on you find out that she once asked her dad how to play chess and he didn't know and it was easier to say <laughs> yes it's a game where you shoot lasers out of your ass than it was to explain the rules of chess. Nice. And then two episodes later, you find out when he was a kid, he was abducted by aliens and had a, la and, and had a laser implanted in his ass. And it's just, it's just constant weird. It's, it's great. It's only 12 episodes. Um, I do want to give a warning. Uh, you know, different place, different time. There's some humor that doesn't exactly isn't great uh it's particularly there's one it's an all-girl school there's one person in their all-girl school who is secretly a boy trying to infiltrate them hmm. which is fine but there is kind of a unfortunate uh stereotype regarding trans people about how they're boys undercover trying to infiltrate women's spaces so uh, okay if if that kind of thing is i, I did want to give a warning because that kind of there's lots of jokes about them trying to find out if this the student's an undercover boy um which is like as long as you can watch it and think like, like the rest of the show, this is not accurate. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. I do want to give that warning though because that is something that's like, eh, kind of kind of on the line of like, oof. Yeah, um, I hear mm, that. But it's only it's only a couple jokes out of a twelve episode series though. So overall, it's pretty good. Um, that's that's my one complaint about it is those kind of get like, it's it's an older yeah. show, but like still. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's called Asobi Asobase A O S O B I A O S. O-B-A-S-E uh, <laughs> Workshop of Fun. It's on Crunchyroll. Uh, check it out. It's really funny. Cool. Nice. Um, I'll go next. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to lie. Mine is not super lighthearted uh, this week, but it's really good nonetheless. Um, I'm talking about uh, hashtag Free Britney. It's been popping up a lot more lately. I didn't know what was going on. Honestly, hadn't heard about Britney since um, her Las Vegas residency, which um, you know I'm sure she was raking in the dough. Um, but wanted to check it out, and it is a series called Framing Britney. It's by New York Times, and it aired on FX. Shout out FX, always putting out great shit. Um, and it's it's about the con it's a conservatorship is what it's called. Uh, of Brit of her father, so essentially, back when Brittany was you know having the whole, you know she had her babies and was having troubles and you know shaved her head and was doing all that stuff. Obviously, shaving the head is the one big thing we all remember. And uh, honestly, I, I I could point back to and be like, haha, remember that time. Um, but that's when this conservatorship began, which essentially her father, which she doesn't really know a lot about. Or her, she doesn't really have that big of a relationship with, uh, controls her estate, medical stuff, and pretty much meddles in her management and stuff like that. 
Also, if I had no idea what was going on, you know, I mean, Britney was kind of a punchline through the 2000s, and it really kind of addresses that as well. It kind of deep dives into just kind of how um, similarly to this, con you know, conservatorship and, and her father controlling her life, just kind of how it, it kind of... Uh, um, it spans her career chronicling an industry that really allows that type of behavior. Um, it, it talks a lot about her ex-boyfriends, including Justin Timberlake and stuff like that. We'll say the documentary really sheds a light on the true person that Britney Spears is. And it's super fun to see that side of her. And um, it's just enlightening just to see, you know, what she's dealing with. And I had no idea. And honestly... Hashtag free Britney. I hope that, you know, she's of sound mind enough to control her own life and destiny and especially her money. So um, I definitely she's... recommend checking it out. It's kind of a zeitgeist right now. Everybody has been checking it out the past few weeks on Twitter. Um, yeah. It's a great documentary. It's it's very well done. I'll, I'll check this out because I've, I've I followed her. She's like a TikTok, I think, or, or Twitter yeah. videos where she's posting like her being like kind of a dorky mom which is which is sweet and uh, yeah it's very sweet but apparently a lot of her fans they talk a little bit about this in the documentary look into every single thing she posts and thinks it's coded messages about her father controlling her um that which is uh, dark it is dark <laughs> yeah um and and they they kind of they they bring on podcasters i mean shout out to podcasters being brought on a that gives me hope. Maybe someday, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll be we'll brought be on. A... <laughs> we'll be on the JoJo Siwa special. <laughs> yeah. JoJo's doing well. We'll be well. on the, the Billy Garcelle special. Uh, we'll Billy be on Gardell. the Impact of Anime. We'll be on the Weeaboo Netflix special. We'll be on the fucking Why Have Monkeys Taken Off Again special. Because <laughs> of this episode. Uh, just wait. Um... We will be, no, we'll be the producer's executive and uh, co-host of Why Are People Doing Freaky Shit with Serial Mascots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that'll be it. Tongue of the Tiger. All three of us are being interviewed, in, interviewed from jail. <laughs> from jail. And uh, you're, you try to figure out by the end how the hell these three idiots got into jail. Um, Just through sorry, the phone. I, I, <laughs> Sean's kept in, uh, in uh, maximum security. Just <laughs> kept away from everybody else. Hasn't had human contact in weeks. Bonk. <laughs> Just saying, like, I'm not the one who originally Googled Tony the Tiger. Uh, <laughs> but I kept it going. I mean... I didn't. I didn't just Google Tony the Tiger. I Googled a very specific set of words. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for the uh, Radish mini podcast series uh, on uh, what we've done with serial mascots and why we're not allowed in aisle two of every grocery store everywhere. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> crucify me captain um <laughs> sorry i know we can't really riff on uh that uh show and tell there but watch uh, me <laughs> yikes um <laughs> just gotta say it's still it's still rad nonetheless which is why i brought it so check it out uh it's, it's a great documentary it's it is britney bitch um tyler i'm also i've been uh itching to watch uh the britney documentary um for since it came out uh since i saw people start talking about it, i'm like oh yeah you know i've been a, a pop culture kid since i can remember um so i do remember a lot of that in the early 2000s and i'm excited yeah. to see it from her perspective um so hopefully this time it's not from her week. perspective it's not from her well perspective. they they more they sympathetic her. To, to her yeah of course of yeah. course I, I see what you're saying um so we're gonna keep it uh, real dramatic uh, this week. I am dun, bringing. Dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep it dramatic and hyperbolic. You know me. Uh, my favorite movie of the year so far. It's February, and this one is going to be hard to beat. Uh, it just came out on HBO Max. If you're listening to this after March 14th or so, I'm so sorry. It's a little too late to watch, but hopefully it'll be back later this year. Um, but it is the movie Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, it is one of the best historical crime dramas I've ever seen. It is incredibly tense. It is beautiful. It is unbelievably well acted. It is. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, um, who we know from Get Out, Black Panther, 
uh, Widows, um, and it's got Lakeith Stanfield, who we know uh, from Atlanta, also Get Out, uh, the Death Note American remake, which I still stand by. Why did you bring that up? He's great. In it. I'm sorry. He makes such a good choice. I think he's a lot of fun. I love seeing him in everything. Um, it's Nine's also up. got uh, my boy, uh, body double Jesse Plemons, uh, in a great, great role, um, menacing and terrifying as always. And also, I believe this is kind of a breakout role for her, but Dominique Fishback, who is an incredible oh. supporting actress. And she also uh, sings the uh, closing credit song. Uh, she's ex- extremely well acted. Anyways, it's uh, this movie. I know we're trying to go shorter on these, but uh, the movie is uh, directed and uh, co-written by Shaka King. I believe this is his first like big budget movie, um, and it is about the infiltration into the Black Panthers by the FBI by an agent or kind of informant named Bill O'Neill, played by Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, who is directly involved with the assassination of Fred Hampton, played by Daniel Kaluuya. Um, it is, like I said, these guys, like if you've seen these guys in anything, you know they're extremely good actors. And this movie, they put everything into it. It is just so well done. I my heart. I was tracking my heart rate through the movie, and I think the final third, I was at like the heart rate of if I was exercising. It was just incredibly eighty over sixty. You were about to have a heart attack. <laughs> um, it is just—it's so well done. I, I wrote down. It's kind of like uh, it reminded me of um, the Departed, uh, where it's just like you know that dramatic irony of like you know this character is infiltrating this and like they might be found out and they have to like keep their cover. But it also reminded me of one of my uh, apparent other favorite uh, movie tropes, which is the story of an assassination of a famous figure by their friend, as we know, because I, you know, by the coward love (laughs) exactly the assassination of Jesse James by the coward, Robert Ford. Uh, Not exactly the same, um, but it's, you know, similar, somewhat format. And And usually I, I can't do historical. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do historical dramas because I like, Oh, I know how this ends, but this is the way they tell the story is so, so well done. Um, and I did want to throw in there just, you know, this was nice for me, but, uh, the director of photography is Sean Bobbitt, who has done all of Steve McQueen's movies. So that's, uh, hunger, shame, 12 years of slave and widows, all tens out of 10. Um, and also place beyond the pines, which is another movie that just absolutely emotionally wrecks me. All of these movies do. And for some <laughs> reason, Sean Bobbitt is, uh, attached to all of them. Um, it's in and- the name. Make it look sad. (laughs) Basically, it's a beautiful movie, extremely well done. Please watch it this month if you haven't. It is very much well worth your two hours. Um, I hope it is nominated for many, many Oscars uh, because I just two hours performances. Yeah, two hours and six minutes. Sorry, it's not a tight ninety, but it is extremely well done and it keeps you gripped (laughs) throughout. Uh, Some of the best performances. What happened at the end of Yogi Bear? How do, he was, was he assassinated yeah. by the park ranger or by Boo Boo? Yeah. Boo Boo shoots him. <laughs> Can you say that this picture's mighty? Dusty. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> this picture's mighty dusty. Oh. Hey, Boo Boo. This picture is mighty dusty. But it, it really, like, it gets you into, like, the late 60s uh, Black Panther, Black Power movement. And I saw one tweet that was like, Daniel Kaluuya does his best acting with his head tilted. Uh, <laughs> and if you if you watch him, especially like in Widows, man, he's so good and threatening in Widows. And it's like he always tilts his head. And this, this movie, he is introduced with his just like head on his shoulder. And he's so good. Like everyone's so good in this movie. I can't believe it. I was so excited when I was watching it. Please watch it. I'll check this out. Maybe Dune uh, can top this. I don't. Maybe. I, I wasn't joking. Someone did recreate the end of uh, Jesse James uh, with Yogi Bear. Will is correct. I have seen this. So, so, so someone like, 3D animated it with the models from the movie. It's incredible. Please look that up, too. That's my show <laughs> That's and great. tell. That's great. I had no idea. It's very sad. <laughs> so, question. Does Zack Snyder's Justice League count as a new movie? Because once that comes out, then nothing else is going to beat that. It's going to be the best yes. thing to come out this year. 
I, it's going to be the most 2020 to 2021 thing that we need and want in this time, and I hate to say it, but I'm probably going to watch Joss Whedon's Garbage Mess beforehand just so I can compare and contrast. Um, Did you see they added Elizabeth Warren to it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a char- just- there's a character in DC, apparently. This is not a joke. This is not. I'm taking off the goof hat. This is serious. This is not fooling. There's a character in the DC comics named Granny Goodness. <laughs> it was apparently in Darkseid's crew, and the person they've used, at least in the promo, looks like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> it's the woman who looks like Elizabeth Warren that would go to her rallies to take pictures with her. They they got they got her. What? Why are they committing to that? Like, Zack Snyder's like, I'm going to come in. It was bad. I'm going to come in, make it look cool and shit. And he got a grandma? I he love added it. a character named Granny Goodness. Who? What does what does Granny Goodness do? I think I don't know. This is the best. <laughs> Not good. Best historic case of coming in and doing reshoots and direct like releasing a director's cut. This it's tops apocalypse now. This is just like we see, we got the trailer a couple days ago. We got the Joker saying we live in a society. This is gonna be a f- <laughs> fucking mess, and I can't wait. Granny, I'd be like. It'd be like if somebody asked you, like, hey, can you help me edit my senior film? And you added Indiana Jones in post. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I took some creative liberties. (laughs) Oh, Christ. I can't wait. Um, In the DC uh, cartoons, Granny Goodness was voiced by Ed Asner, which is great. (laughs) Fantastic. He's still alive to do it. I hope she is in this one, too. Yeah. As a PSA, if you're watching Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League on HBO Max, you can no longer watch Judas and the Black Messiah. They are uh, released uh, in separate windows, um, but you should watch both. Well, If you start one, it takes away your rights for the other. Exactly. (laughs) It's the red pill or the blue pill. Oh, boy. (laughs) I was red pilled by granny goodness. It's like a Chuck Tingle book. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Um all right. I guess uh this brings us to the final segment. Uh we're we're crowning another uh, Radish Hall of Fame recipient. This was not the music I was promised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all I had on the soundboard today. Uh, you know I wanted MIA's paper planes. Um, <laughs> I actually love that. I love that. Um, so this is the second official induction into the Radish Hall of Fame. Last week, Will inducted robots. Um, so I thought it'd be pretty fitting, not only for my first induction into the Radish <laughs> Hall of Fame, my first of many, but also it, it, it's kind of like, uh, how do you explain it? What's in, in the last, uh, Star Wars movie, what are Kylo and, and Rey? They're die Adorable. They're adorable, they're of course. <laughs> they're a force diode. Di- no, it's not diode. Is it diode? I think it's a force diode. Is what they're called. It's it's some absolute stupid nonsense. <laughs> you said it very confidently. I believe you. I'm the one who liked right now. Dyad. Is it Dyad? Dyad. Dyad. That's what dyad? it is. A dyad. Diodes. Dyad. A, it's LED. <laughs> <laughs> I was to say diode is a pretty cool word. Um, a nice it's dyad a here. Not geode. As geodude. Um, Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Um, I am inducting monkeys into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Oh, I thought we might have some like monkey music or something planned. That was, yeah, that was pretty monkey anti- music on the soundboard. It's <laughs> pretty anticlimactic. Um, yeah, monkey Man so... by the Specials, one of the few songs I expected to hear on the Crown, and yet there it was. Mm. <laughs> well, joking. that that's that's I guess included in the in the Radish Hall of Fame. But what else can I say? Merriam-Webster defines monkeys as a non-human <laughs> primate mammal, with the exception usually of the lemurs and tarsiers. Especially yeah, any of the, of the smaller, longer-tailed Caterin, <laughs> which are old old world monkeys, or Platterin, which are new world monkeys, as contrasted with the apes. And what else can you say other than that? 
I love when a dictionary definition uses the word especially. Just putting that on blast. Just especially yeah. not lemurs. <laughs> lemurs need not have bothered. <laughs> lemurs like to move it too much. And that disqualifies them from being a monkey. Um, another Merriam-Webster definition of monkey is a desperate desire for an addiction to drugs, which is very dark. And I have never used that in a definition of uh, using the word monkey before. Tyler, did you just fame, look up? Like it or not. Did you look up a rhyming dictionary for junkie? Maybe. No. <laughs> this is Merriam-Webster. <laughs> Monkey also means someone who flunked out of school. Um, no. Um, yeah, I've never used that in a sentence. Like, oh, did you hear what happened uh, Joseph? Yeah, he had a real monkey problem. <laughs> Is it a verb? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a noun. A desperate okay. desire or addiction to drugs. Often used in the phrase monkey on one's back. Well, let's talk. Okay, oh. I've heard that. Let's talk about that <laughs> yeah. instead of your thing. <laughs> okay. So... so to be clear, are you inducting apes in this, or is it no, no, monkey? no? It's strictly no monkeys, apes. no apes, no lemurs, no tarsiers. So of course, no not tarsiers. <laughs> so no, no eye eyes. None of the big eyed monkeys. 100, 146 oh. episodes. Do you think I've got to bring tarsiers to this gunfight? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I did bring. I did bring a news story. All of the news that we did bring. Um, uh, was the news I promised, but this is also a news story that was actually published uh, in 2014. Lady Gaga gets bitten by a venomous primate, sparking outrage over loris trafficking. Do you guys remember this in 2014? Lady Gaga got bit by a slow loris. What was the funniest oh, thing I've ever heard? <laughs> How do you get bit by that animal? <laughs> <laughs> For one, it's endangered. For two, it's incredibly venomous. Um, it, it, it has enough venom in its bite to kill a human. And, and ticklish. Uh, <laughs> you see that video, right? Yes. I, I just now remembering the video. That's a, the... It's where called they tickling were like, the slow loris. And it just, it's like slowly <laughs> puts its hands up while they're tickling it. I don't know if I've ever seen this, but I love picturing it. <laughs> it's it's one of those videos from like back when before David Bowie died. That's like back when the world was still fun. <laughs> that was that was the start of it all going downhill. Um, I just back in the Gangnam style days. <laughs> I think. Wait, we we can check that later. I I think Gangnam style came out after Bowie died. No, Gangnam style Gangnam was like twenty twelve. Right? Oh, twenty twelve. Yeah, Gangnam okay, Style yeah. was definitely way before Bowie. Bowie loved both. Gangnam Style on record. <laughs> Good, great song. He I miss covered it, it on I wish Black it was, Star. I wish, <laughs> I wish it still got radio play. Uh, Tyler, when you I'll announce that you're gonna style, <laughs> when you announce you're inducting monkeys into the Hall of Fame, uh, I looked fondly back on my history with monkeys and. Uh, all the TikToks that we've seen from uh, the account World Famous Farting Monkey, uh, who also uh, posts some apes and uh, should be noted, but maybe apes have a chance someday. Um, but man, I'm oh, thinking you, about you all know my, it. All Four my favorites from today. <laughs> all my favorite. <laughs> all my favorite capuchin monkeys uh, in cinema and television. Uh, I'm thinking about all of my favorite, like, big spider monkeys who have long arms and elbows and swat at things. Um, can't name any one specific, but I am. I do often think about those monkeys. I think it's uh, we should return, <laughs> maybe, uh, and try and recount why we so closely associate monkeys with you, Tyler. I don't because know it why. is a bit that we have put on you. Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest, when I was in school, I did study um, a lot of, uh, it's called differential psychology, which is pretty much just a lot of studies of, of monkeys pressing buttons. But other than that, yeah, I don't know where this uh, where this came from. Was it from you, Sean? I definitely contributed to it. I think it uh, came during the Harambe days. Um, it, it From what I remember piecing it together in my brain 
it came from your Howler Monkey t-shirt, tie-dye Howler Monkey shirt that you got from Zoo Atlanta. Yeah, from that you wore often. No, Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest, sorry. Um, yeah. And I texted it Tyler came... today about Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's one in Tempe. I should go. There's one near, there's one near you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a running theme. Uh, honestly, they owe us money by this point. No one else is talking about Rainforest Cafe on the podcast no. realm. Uh, and also, I think it I came think... from Harambe also. Uh, I know that's an ape, that's a gorilla, but I think when Harambe died, I think you had the best jokes and best bits about Harambe. Oh. Um, yeah, very so insensitive. It... <laughs> <laughs> they probably were. Don't go back and look, please. Um, I, I guess, I, I think we've, we've gotten to the, the crux of it here, which is Tyler's brand is not monkeys, it's Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> 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 so, I'm gonna quit my job. Not a bad brand to have. No, no, of course not. <laughs> yeah. I'm quit my job and be a general manager of a rainforest cafe someday. That's my dream. It's better um, than having the brand of Flood like... Rockers, which I'm hurtling <laughs> towards. Have <laughs> you seen that TikTok where it's like P- POV? You're getting broken up with at rainforest cafe. <laughs> No. And it's someone giving like a very sad like yeah I'm just not feeling it and there's just like loud animal sounds playing. <laughs> oh, I think of the the last remaining radish host who has yet to be yet to go to a, a rainforest cafe. You gotta go. You've never been. It's, I've never been. It's got It's gonna have to change. Wow. I was a Planet Hollywood Hard Rock Cafe Fuddruckers kid. Um, so I only one of these things is not like by, the other. <laughs> I got <laughs> terrified by the life-size uh, Terminator and uh, eight OK cheeseburgers. Well, that you'll you'll get the same thing. It's just OK cheeseburgers, but that's true. You is, feel is okay, like you're eating it in the middle of the rainforest. It's pretty immersive. Is OK cheeseburgers <laughs> the Hard Rock Cafe's tribute to Radiohead? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Sean. You might still get a little scared at the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> it's very scary. I, I, do, I get scared. Sometimes when it's thundering, it's scary. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to some of the some of our inductees who are sitting on the front row here. Uh, Ch- Chim Chim from Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ape. Take that Is a chimpanzee away. an ape? Yeah. Yeah. Both chimpanzees and bonobos oh, well. are apes. Uh, chimpanzees so, have tails. <laughs> he's a uh... Diddy Kong, not Donkey Kong, obviously. Also, um, Diddy Kong is 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 a monkey. He's got a tail. Oh, okay. a oh you're oh. right. You're right. You're right. Sorry, Dunstan. Check yourself out. You're not part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Curious George, you're cool with me. No, uh, he's not. He's he's he's, he's an ape. He's a monkey. <laughs> he's a chimpanzee. No, he's is he? Yeah. What, what does it look like that? <laughs> All right, fine. Most of the most of the front row has left. <laughs> I know we're talking Paddington's about Paddington's still monkeys. here for some reason. I don't know why he got... <laughs> He's here for the marmalade sandwiches. Uh, the, oh, one of the greatest of the 21st century, IKEA monkey. We think about Ikea you every monkey. day. <laughs> every day. Here's what I'm going to submit. King Kong. <laughs> No, you can't prove that King Kong is an ape because apes are smaller than that. He could be anything. He could be a lizard. He could be a marsupial. We don't know what King Kong That's is. True. That's true. I uh, wish him the best in his bout this summer. <laughs> he's fighting he's Logan Paul. Yeah, he's Paul. Yes! <laughs> I know he's not an inductee yet. We can return to this when he becomes one. But Logan Paul. No, can you just imagine looking at an orangutan and just going, we're going to name him Dunstan. <laughs> no. no one's been named Dumps- Dunstan since. Since? Well, it's like it's like a hurricane. They retire it when it's too famous. <laughs> it's like how almost no babies are being named Karen right now. As soon as at parents, especially, saw Dunstan in theaters, they were like, oh, no. <laughs> too, too rowdy. Too rowdy. <laughs> Is Curious George really a chimp? Yes. Yeah. Do you see a tail monkey. on him? No, he is not a monkey. <gasps> I forgot he doesn't have... It's a, it's a Mandela effect thing that Curious George didn't have a tail. Well, you thought Curious George had a tail this whole time? Yeah, that's why he's got such good balance. <laughs> 
Okay, but Abu from Aladdin is a monkey. Yeah, yeah Abu is definitely yeah. a monkey. He can he can stay. Yeah, he's taking Abu the can bread. Stay. The monkey from Ace Ventura: Pet Detective can stay. Um, the monkey from uh, Friends. What was the name? Marcel. Solid. Marcel. Love that monkey. Solid. Great meme. Every, grape ape can burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Milk ape. So great account. Not ready for you yet. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, honorable inductee. The evil monkey from Family Guy. Just absolute <laughs> master class. That is class. That is poise. That yeah. was, yeah, the evil. That was when I searched up Family Guy clips before it was widely available when I was in the seventh grade. <laughs> I would look up the evil monkey clips because, man, they were funny. Mm-hmm. It feels yeah, good to just, get that off just, my chest. Yeah, hot good... topic. Hot topic survived on Family Guy pointing monkey merch for at least yeah. seven or eight years. Um, Some Google video. <laughs> Anything else about monkeys? Uh, you know, honestly, we can probably fill hours and hours and hours of podcasts on monkeys, and I probably will one day. They're but, sick um, as shit, and they're really cute, and they're lots of fun to watch. And whenever yeah, Planet Earth up. gets to like animals and civilization and do that one like segment on uh tribes of monkeys who like steal people's drinks and (laughs) i forget where um love it every time they're so smart and they you know like harass people or the like the one the video the tiktok the monkey that's like swinging on the rope bridge towards the people and the people are screaming love it it's great (laughs) i also would scream in that situation (laughs) you you saw a um, replica of the Terminator in screens. <laughs> I did. If if a living animal came flying at you like that, <laughs> it was in uh, downtown Atlanta. And luckily, Hard Rock Cafe was right across the street, and a Gibson Les Paul is much less terrifying. Uh, Jane Goodall, what's her freaking deal? <laughs> Not monkeys. It's like, there's Not monkeys. Is she only apes? She's only only chimps. only, only chimpanzees. Get the hell yeah. out of my studio audience! <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until March when we go. All right, Jane Goodall, let's bring it in. Come on in. <laughs> it's just like there's a point at which, like, just reel it back in, Jane. You're already you're already the foremost monkey scientist. <laughs> Please, primatologist. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm bananas about them. <laughs> they, uh, they're great. They taught me how to open a banana. Humans <laughs> open a banana the wrong way because they go they go stem first. Monkeys uh-huh. do it bottom or should I say top down, which is the the better way to do it. We're so stubborn with our stem up. I I, right. I, haven't, I haven't gone stem, stem up in years. <laughs> I just eat right through the uh, <laughs> like, through a, like a like a reindeer. <laughs> Yeah, not, honestly, nothing to do with monkeys. I just eat through the peel. Always have, always will. Um, I'm allergic. All right. Are you really? Yeah. What? But yeah. Now we <laughs> we're learning new stuff about Sean every episode. This is this is actual lore, not made up <laughs> bullshit lore. <laughs> Are you actually oh, yeah. to bananas? Yeah, they make my throat. Uh, they irritate my throat a lot. That's not the same. Oh, you wouldn't die. That's not cool. Oh yeah. no, not. I never said I was deathly allergic. I just That's I get an allergic reaction. Kind of allergic. I haven't eaten a banana in over a decade because you're missing out. I'm allergic. I've had forty this month. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I I I, I say that, and I uh, do get banana pudding whenever I go to a, a, a barbecue restaurant, and I'm okay though. Oh. But I can't eat oh, a raw that's, banana. No, um, that's like a vegetarian saying I'm a vegetarian, but I eat in and out. No, they just irritate my throat. That's Animal all. Style. It is an allergy, <laughs> but it's just very very mild. Okay. I got at a gas station in Savannah. I got a banana pudding with Reese's cups in it. At a gas Oof. station. That's why I'm moving. It's like, yeah, it's like a like a like a like a Wawa type situation. Oh, okay, okay. QT. Not like, yeah, not yeah, like a fancy gas station. Malero. Okay, like crumbled up Reese's cups, banana pudding. Good lord. I bet that's, that's great. Delicious. Yeah, that's monkeys. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Banana thank bread. You, I'll still eat. Uh, yeah, monkeys. Keep growing those limbs, man. Keep reaching and whacking. We love you. <laughs> thank you, Sean. Um, also, want to round out this monkey induction. So there was a cut part of last week's episode where I introduced a monkey charity. 
and I didn't do my vetting, and I honestly didn't do vetting afterwards. It could be a good charity, could not be a good charity. Um, but we decided to cut it because it could be a Coney situation. We could be supporting someone who likes to go out in public naked. Um, I hope but, I am. <laughs> but here's what I will ask you to support because of monkeys. Your local zoos. No matter what you feel about zoos, take a look You know, from the Atlanta Zoo, San Diego Zoo. If it's a small zoo, cool. Take a look closely at it. Make sure nothing weird's going on there. But donate money. If not... Go to a zoo when you're when you got your inoculation when you got your shots. Gary, go to the zoo. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, Gary. Right now, go to the zoo. Um, zoos are great. Lots of fun. They smell horrific, but man, they're super cool. That's why they're called zoos. <laughs> say say what you will about zoos and you know animals in captivity and stuff like that, but every zookeeper I've ever met really cares about these animals and yeah. the conservation efforts that come from these zoos. So support your local zoo is all I gotta say. Say what you want about zoo animals because they can't do shit about it. Exactly. <laughs> Say you it can to their taunt face. them all you want. <laughs> my zoo is run by Coney, so it's, <laughs> it's difficult. The last to time about. I, the last time I went to Zoo Atlanta, which was uh, thankfully pretty recently, I think it was like 2015, 2016. Um, <laughs> I almost wore my house shirt. Which has the screaming cat face on it, and I was like, "That wouldn't have gone over well at all." I was like, "They're gonna every animal is gonna see me as a threat, and I'm gonna get attacked with the glass every time." <laughs> but I, I, I still want to myself, and then went to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to the zoo, and my child fell in the enclosure. I'm from Ohio. <laughs> I'm going to the salty dog cafe tonight. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing about zoos, fun fact, before we um, wrap things up here. Every zoo has a flamingo section in the front of the zoo that's pretty much just open. Like, you can hop the fence easy. So yeah. it's really easy to snag one or two flamingos if you really wanted to. Just throwing that it's out like there. Those, it's like those books in the entrance to Barnes & Noble, like before you get to the metal detectors. <laughs> no one's going to care so if like, you take an, a book about chakras. Like, we have plenty exactly. of them. It's, it's just like, like n- no one's going to miss one or two flamingos. Tricks. Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to. I take, just, they're like samples. <laughs> yeah, they want you to take them. It was hey, just take a flamingo. Like while you're you here. go to the zoo like so early on in your like memory development process that every time you like pass like a dumpster or a horse barn or anything after that, you immediately go right back to like the flamingo or elephant exhibit. Just that smell of animal shit. Anyone else? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that's such a striking smell. And it's just like, ah, this smells like flamingos. And you're like, oh, the pretty pink creature? Like, no, there's the pond that surrounds My, them. I, very similar to, like, reptile houses and hospitals. They have that kind of, like, sterile smell. Where you're just like, ooh, there's snakes yeah. in here. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like roly polies. There's a caiman in, a, in an enclosure. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm about to look at some creepy creatures, but also feel kind of clean at the same time. Oh, no. Nope. Someone's just sick. <laughs> Visiting them. <laughs> don't, even, don't even get to look at a gharial. Look those up, by the way. Grandpa it's like an metallic alligator. Ooh. <laughs> look up gharials, look up GLTs, golden lion tamarins. All right, that's the episode, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. You can find Radish online at radishstuff.com or the Discord, radishstuff.com slash Discord. You can find me still, regrettably, at uh, that Sean Barry on Twitter and Sean M. Barry everywhere else. Uh, you can find me at Master Thief Wilf on Twitter. I recently opened up my Twitter again because I got a job and I think it's too late for them to <laughs> see my tweets about Grimace. Uh, also... <laughs> Join our Discord, radishstuff.com slash Discord. Uh, I'm going to plug this like I do every time. Uh, we have a One Piece book club that is meeting tomorrow night. We are starting the Sky Island saga. It is not too late to get caught up. It's my favorite story uh, just in general. Like The whole series is so good. Uh, so join our Discord for more fun uh, events like that. And Funky Monkey Friday. We're having Funky Monkey Friday now. Doing Funky Monkey um, Friday. <laughs> You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. Um, and for Tyler's question of the week, get him the steaks. Um, 
if you were to have one ability from a monkey, what would it be and why? A swinging. singular monkey ability. Swinging. Swinging? Swinging. Sign language. <laughs> <laughs> I want Coco's ability of communication. It'd just be nice to learn, I guess. <laughs> I would just grabbing on the things, swinging around, hopping on stuff, just that agility and being able to just like smack things uh, forever. Oh, you know what? Okay, last entry. So sorry. I know this is late. It's Tyler's question. There's a Flash game, very naughtily called Spank the Monkey on oh, wherever yeah. you found your Flash games and it, it would play, I forget the name of the song, um, but it reduced me to tears, like feverish <laughs> It was so sad. Blood. It was an <laughs> unbelievable, uh, unbelievably funny game. Um, love it. Tyler, yeah, what ability of, would you have? I would probably add half a foot to my forearm length. Oh, no. Okay. That, that, that'd be good. It'd be hard to buy shirts. It'd be hard to buy shirts, but it'd be easier to reach things. I just think like it would remote. be so cool to communicate when I was hungry or sad to be able to do that. <laughs> To a zookeeper, we'll still. We know you can't do this to this day. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. But yes, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today.